0: You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel, as written to us by Luke. Jesus told his disciples this parable Can a blind person guide a blind person? Will not both fall into the pit, but no disciple is superior to the teacher. When he himself is fully trained, every disciple will be just as good as his teacher. So why do you notice the splinter in your brother or sister's eye, but do not perceive the big log in your own? How can you say to your brother or sister let me remove that little splinter there in your eye and you don't even notice the great big log in your own. You hypocrite remove the log from your own eye first then you can begin to see clearly enough to remove the splinter in your brother or sisters. A good tree does not bear rotten fruit, nor does a rotten tree bear good fruit. And every tree is known by its fruits. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes, nor do they gather grapes from brambles. A good person, out of the store of his goodness in his heart, produces goodness. But an evil person out of the store of evil produces evil. From the fullness of the heart, the mouth will speak. This is the gospel of the Lord. I wonder if even family or community can exist, or friendship, can exist for very long without this kind of knowledge. Jesus was a Freudian, Jungian psychologist way before the 20th century. So he starts by saying a blind person can't lead a blind person. So if you think you can tell anybody anything or lead anybody to any new place, you have to have walked the talk first, yourself. You don't have any right to challenge anybody else till you've cleaned up your own house. And then he presents what only in the 20th century did the Swiss psychologist Carl Jung call the shadow. And this is commonly misunderstood. Your shadow self is not your evil self. It's not your bad self. Just put that to the side. That's not the point. It's that part of you that you don't want to see. And it's that part of you that you don't want other people to see. And so you live in the shadows. You deny it. And then Jesus foretells exactly what... Freud called the defense mechanism of projection. That what you don't admit or like in yourself you will with almost a hundred percent certitude hate in somebody else. If you really hate selfish people you know what, I hate to tell you, (laughs) you're probably pretty selfish but you don't want to see it yourself, and you don't want anybody else to see it. So you hate it in Julie. The, the choice is arbitrary, completely. Just whoever can receive your projection. They're like a projection screen, and you're like the projector machine. What you don't like, you'll export elsewhere and hate elsewhere. Elsewhere. And you'll even see it in minute form, like a splinter. If lazy people really turn you off, you've wanted to be lazy all your life, and you just haven't been able to get away with it. But dang it, Bill does. He is so damn lazy. Why does that bother you? Because you wish you could get away with being lazy, or you are lazy. That's what Jesus is saying. You see your own faults in other people. Now when you begin doing that, or begin recognizing that, excuse me, you have begun begun your spiritual education. When you don't even need to do it, because you've recognized your own faults, admitted your own weaknesses, then you've completed your education. I don't know if it's a high percentage of people that get there. Most of us like to blame. Now I'm sure other preachers have told you this. that It starts with Adam. Uh, read the text carefully. He blames Eve. Now some women probably rightly say that pattern has never stopped. The, uh, Adam likes to blame Eve. She made me do it. No, no one made you do anything. Your terrible mother or your alcoholic father or the church or the priest. No, if you did it, own it. That's the sign of a mature person. And Like I say, I don't think a lot of people get there. Most people spend their whole life blaming other people. Now we have our own government doing it it's always 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 someone else's fault it becomes laughable and and the fact that that people don't see through this it just astounds me i want to say forgive my prudeness but are you stupid well i i spiritually speaking I know this is rude, but most people are stupid, spiritually speaking. As long as you think someone else is your problem, you're stupid, spiritually speaking. You are your own problem. I can just hear you saying under your breath, damn it. (laughs) Do Do you ever notice that in emotionally mature, spiritually mature people? They don't go around blaming other people. It's just a waste of time. What they say is, what can I do to better the situation? What can I do to improve it? Not, who's at fault? Who am I allowed to hate today? And Jesus is rather rude himself. You hypocrite, he says. Deal with your own eyes first. So he's talking about the blind leading the blind and he says what makes you blind is your inability to see truthfully and compassionately. As I've mentioned here in the church many times over the years before I came here, I was jail chaplain here for 14 years. And I remember I'd hear about people in the Albuquerque Journal how terrible they were and I dread going to afraid I'd meet them. And I can honestly say, once I got alone with them in their cell, there were very few people I couldn't forgive. I couldn't understand. I couldn't have compassion on. Jesus meant it when he said it from the cross. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Most people don't know what they're doing. They're just walking, they're sleepwalking through life. We call it being unconscious. Now one of the primary works of religion is to make you conscious. And there's a high price for consciousness. You've got to recognize your own shadow, your own fault. And Jesus seems to be saying in this gospel, until you've overcome that primary blindness, you're not fit to teach or to lead or to even talk to anybody else. You have only, well, you have not yet begun your education.